coming up. So if it's outside of that, it's immoral. It's not what God has ordained. Sex between one man and one woman in a marriage relationship. Culture tells us differently. Our culture says, sow your royal oats. And all the other cliches and maxims that it creates that go against the truth of God, the law of God, the word of God. That's what the world culture says, but that's not what God says. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. We may not want to hear this, but all human beings are often motivated by things that aren't very good. Whether we accept it or not, there is evil in our hearts. Thankfully, when we let Jesus Christ take the lead in our lives, He can regenerate our motives. Join us for the message series, Travelers from the Heart, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn help us to examine the things in our hearts that motivate many of our actions. Here's the first message in the series, The Evil Within Me, Part 2. That's what defiles you. And then Jesus began to tell us some of the stuff inside of us Mm -hmm. that defile us. Look what he says, verse 21 and 22. For from within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts, Mm -hmm. sexual immorality, Mm -hmm. theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All of these vile things come from within. Hmm. They are what defile you. He gives us an exhaustive list here. Mm -hmm. And not an exhaustive list because there are more things that could be said. So think of this. If your heart was an airplane, Hmm. you need to know that all your passengers don't mean well for you. (laughs) Y'all get that? Mm -hmm. If your heart was an airplane, you got passengers (laughs) that ain't looking out for you. All right. See, we need Jesus to be our TSA agent. (laughs) so these travelers in our heart Mm -hmm. they will be made powerless to harm us we need jesus to disarm them to inspect them we need jesus to deal with these evils in our heart and only allow three ounces of them of each of these things in, in a clear bag, you know, yeah. <laughs> onto the plane. Just, you only get three ounces of, yeah. of pride. You only get three ounces yeah. of, of envy. You only get three ounces of greed and wickedness and deceitfulness. It's only three ounces coming on this plane right here. If your heart was a plane, you're only getting three ounces. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want you to get enough of it where now you can harm yourself you know Jesus. so we need jesus we need jesus to be the tsa agent amen 
Amen. All right. So he can he can um, send these rascals through a metal detector. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the metal detection is the blood of Jesus. Amen. All right. It's the blood of All Jesus right. that disarms these evils. Yeah. Yeah. And we need we need Jesus to do that for us. Amen. And and, and so understand that if they're going to travel with us, mm -hmm. and they will until we die, mm -hmm. these That's evils right. will be traveling with us because we got sin nature now, yeah. and it's going to be traveling with us till we die. Mm -hmm. We need to keep them in check. And then we keep them in check by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Word that's that's how we do it yes. and the, and the word of god Amen. and that means that we got to stay in god's word we need to be a part of a small group mm -hmm. so we can be around god's people mm -hmm. and then we need to serve god with our god with our time talent and our treasures that's so right. that these things can stay so that the 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 good things that's in us now can stay strong in our hearts and minds yeah Amen. Yeah, somebody, somebody should That's say good. amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, um, because G Jesus, I know that without Jesus, I'd be done. Mm -hmm. I'd be mm -hmm. done. I'd be destroyed. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you just mentioned it. That's why we got to stay in regular fellowship. Yes. Because we help keep each other in line, right? That's right. We remind each other, you know. That's why we have these ways of be. You know, we have our service today. We have our Bible Life group. That's you right. know, our men's group, our women's group. We got to be there for each other. Amen. Amen. So we got to keep these travelers because they're going to be with us, y'all. Yeah. We got to keep them in check. Yeah. Um, and so let's unpack um, a few of these evils today and we'll get to the rest of them next week. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about a few that Jesus listed here. Yeah. The first is evil thoughts. Mm -hmm. Evil thoughts. Look what Jesus says again in Mark 7, 21. For from within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts. Mm -hmm. Evil thoughts. Yeah. Now look what Proverbs 23, 7 says here. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So your, our thoughts make us, make up who we are. Mm -hmm. And if we know there's evil thoughts there, that's part of who we are. Right. right. And this is why the scripture tells us that we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen. Romans 12, 2. Mm -hmm. We got to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And the scripture says that we should be getting renewed every day. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. All right. So that we can stay strong and the evil in our hearts doesn't take over and rule the day. Mm -hmm. And rule the day. Mm -hmm. Look what it says in Proverbs 4.23. It says, be careful what you think. Because your thoughts run your life. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you're thinking because your thoughts run your life. All right. Mm -hmm. And then the same verse in the New Living Translation. I just read the New Century. But the New Living Translation says, guard your heart above all else. For it determines the course of your life. Amen. 
Wow. And we and and then speaking of heart, we're talking about your thoughts, right? Yes. What's in you? Yeah. So the yeah. so the the Bible often uses um, your heart and your mind synonymously because there is a working of them together like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, this makes up who we are. And then there's this, our thoughts dictate our feelings and our feelings dictate our actions. And we find ourselves doing evil things because it originated with evil thoughts. Right. Folks right. try to say, well, it just happened. No, it didn't mm-hmm. just happen. Mm-hmm. You, you've been pondering and meditating mm-hmm. on some thought that was evil for some time. Mm-hmm. And it revealed itself in your actions. <laughs> you guys know we we good <laughs> we good at saying I wish he would. <laughs> I wish he would. Yeah. And you know we might joke about it or whatever, but we're thinking that like yeah they they do this I'm gonna do this or right. whatever. And then and guess what happens? Yep. Two yep. weeks later, two months later, yep. two years later, all <laughs> that all those time of saying I wish he would, it, it happens, it and then and then you just do it. You do it. <laughs> And you done, now you done wrecked shop. You did something yeah, that was yeah, harmful yeah. to yourself, harmful to others. But you've been telling yourself that mm-hmm. for a while. <laughs> so the fact that our thoughts can determine the course of our life, we not only need Jesus to be our TSA agent, we need Jesus to be the head pilot mm. of our heart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because the evil thoughts are a pilot too. Mm-hmm. they run your life the scripture says right. right but they're not the head or lead pilot we need jesus to be the the head and lead pilot yeah because if you're not careful today if it ain't happened already huh. Huh. <laughs> the the co-pilot you know, those evil thoughts got you thinking or doing saying something that you should have not said or thought yeah that's right say that say that and so we need jesus to be our head pilot Mm -hmm. control those thoughts the second thing jesus says here is sexual immorality it's part of the kinds of evil Mm -hmm. Um, mark 7 21 goes on to say again for for from within out of a person's heart come evil thoughts sexual immorality and look what it says here in first corinthians 7 2 but because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is the thing. Under God's rule, mm-hmm. sexual activity is only ordained within the confines of marriage between one man and one woman. Amen. That's the only activity that God has ordained. So if it's outside of that, it's immoral. It's not what God has ordained. Sex between one man and one woman in a marriage relationship. Amen. Our culture tells us differently. Our culture says, sow your royal oats Mm -hmm. and all the other cliches and maxims that it creates Mm -hmm. that go against the truth of God. Mm -hmm. 
the law of God, the word of God. That's what the world and the culture says. But that's not what God says. Look what it says here in Matthew 19, 4 and 5. And this is Jesus talking himself. It says, haven't you read the scriptures? And Jesus is saying this after some of these Pharisees that came to him, had come to him and was asking him a question about marriage. And his part of his response was, haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied, they record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. And so Jesus is referencing here the oneness that comes from sexual relations between a one man and a woman. Um, also, the, the non-physical oneness that becomes from it, the immaterial oneness that happens in the heart and mind of the man and the woman from through sexual relations. And, yeah. and Jesus is saying that's how it was from the beginning. Mm -hmm. In other words, anything other than that was not the will of God, mm -hmm. was not what God ordained. And then Hebrews 13, four says, give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral. Hmm. So we are as followers of Christ to uphold God's law over any other. Amen. And then the third kind of evil that Jesus mentioned is theft, theft. Mm -hmm. Mark 7, 21 goes on to say, from within, out of a person's heart come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, mm -hmm. theft. And look what Exodus 20, 15 said. This, you know, this is one of the 10 commandments. Mm -hmm. And it says simply, you must not steal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Do not steal. Yes. All right. Don't take something that's not yours. Mm -hmm. Period. That's plain enough. All right. And the motivation to steal or take something that's not yours is coming out of an evil heart. Mm -hmm. It's coming from the evil in our hearts. That's where it comes from. God makes it real plain. Do not steal. Amen. And then the fourth one, the last one that I'll cover today is murder. Murder. Mark 7, 21 says, it goes on to say, from within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder. Mm -hmm. Murder. Exodus 20, 13, another one of the 10 commandments, it says you must not murder. You must not murder. Now, 
This is talking about the intent to take a life. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's talking about. It's not talking about accidental or, you know, life. To, and it's talking about know the intent to take a life. Mm -hmm. We're talking literal homicide. Yeah. The text says, don't do it. So the question is, then, what is life? I can't take a life. Now I have to define life. Mm -hmm. And look what it says here in Genesis 9, 4 and verse 6. It says, however, and I, just to give some context, uh, this is part of the law that Moses was giving. And um, I'm part of God's rule. And, oh no, Moses wasn't giving this. This is uh, prior to that. But uh, God is establishing some rules. And so he's saying here, and it was dealing with eating. Mm -hmm. And he was telling them not to eat food where there's blood or to eat something that's alive. Mm -hmm. But inside of that, he was given a truth about life. So it says, however, you must not eat meat with, with its life in its with its life, its blood in it. Mm -hmm. So we'll pause right here for a moment. What this point that is making is that there's life in the blood. Yeah. Life is in the blood. Mm -hmm. That's where life starts. Right. In the blood. Mm -hmm. And it goes on to say in verse six, whoever sheds human blood by, by a human, his blood will be shed. For in the divine image, God made human beings. Mm -hmm. So the point is this. One of the points is that life is precious, particularly because human being, the life of a human being is a, is a reflection of the image of God. Mm -hmm. right. And that has to be honored. Right. And he's telling us that life starts in the blood, mm -hmm. which is a way of telling us that life starts at conception. Right. When the process of life began at conception, life has started. Mm -hmm. Amen. And he tells us, thou shall not murder. Mm -hmm or take a human life. Amen. That's what God says. Mm -hmm. That's God's law. Look here again. Look again. Look at this passage in Proverbs 6, 16 through 17. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. God hates hands that shed 
innocent blood. Life is in the blood. And then in Jeremiah, God was speaking to the prophet Jeremiah and he says something to him. Jeremiah 1, 5. He says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I want to pause for that on that poor moment. God says to Jeremiah, before I even formed you in the womb, I knew you. God is not saying I knew of you or I knew you were coming or no, he's saying, no, I knew you. It's really personal. It's, it's not, I knew about you. God is saying, no, I knew you. Before you were formed, I knew you. Mm -hmm. And God is saying the same about every human being. Before a human being is formed, God knows. Mm -hmm. And that means that if the conception occurs, it can only occur with God's approval and will. Mm -hmm. if, 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 if God didn't sanction it, it wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So if it happened, God is saying, I knew you before you were formed. He goes on to say in the passage, Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And God says, I knew you. Mm -hmm. And this tells us that and gives us reasons why abortion is not okay with God. It's not okay, regardless of what our culture tells us. It's not okay. The only exception might be when the life of the unborn, the mother or both are in jeopardy. That might be the only exception. But we are called to honor life human life, life in general, and then human life, especially because humans were made in the image of God. Mm. And it's a way of honoring God mm. by honoring his image. And that's not just the, the life of the image of the unborn, it's the life of all images, mm. the 10 year old, the 50 year old, the 80 year old, <laughs> is a life in the image of God. Mm -hmm. We got to acknowledge and honor life from the beginning at conception to the end, right. last breath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so God is telling us, mm -hmm. do not kill, do not murder. Now, we already said and made clear that there's evil in our hearts and the remedy is Jesus Christ. So there may some of some may have partook and had an abortion or was instrumental in it happening. 
we know that through Jesus Christ, forgiveness is there. Mm -hmm. That God forgives. And so I don't tell you this to give you guilt. Actually, I tell you this to free you because Jesus made it very clear. And we covered this last week. That's why it's so good to be here that um, the truth will set you free. So this truth is meant to set you free, not to bind you. And God says, life is in the blood. There's evil in me. There's evil in you. But through Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ, God can give us power over the evils that's within us so that he can be the ruler of our hearts. That's what God wants from us. And it is through Jesus' shed blood that we are made right with God. And through Jesus' shed blood alone, belief in his death, burial, and resurrection. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. You know, you know what you are, what we should be doing. We should be we should be calling all our jacked up friends and saying, "Come over because we're gonna have a prayer meeting." Okay, and we gon' we gonna talk to God, the Almighty yeah. One, and tell yeah. Him about our jacked up hearts, Amen. and tell Him, Lord, we need You to fix it because we don't know what to do with it. Right. In fact, Lord, we don't even understand. Right. You know, Lord, I don't even understand myself to even talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, so let's just look for wisdom yeah. in Your Word. Word. Right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening.